Hello and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Business. Today we are going to be doing another book club episode and sharing all of the books, all of the podcasts that we have been listening to and reading, how they make us feel and we hope you enjoy it. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) not talking about books (laughs) yeah well you have got a huge list of books that you want to talk about so why don't you go ahead and start (laughs) um it's in those moments where I'm like oh I I do read a lot um yeah and actually after we did the first podcast about books someone asked me like how do I read so much and I'm like I don't have a tv that's my answer that's just, I go to bed and I read before I sleep and I go to bed before I'm tired. So I have time to read. It's yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things that I've actually like prioritized in my life because I've realized how good it makes me feel. And it's just, there was one day where I was like, I will never say that I've spent a nice weekend because I've watched a show. Mm, You know, I'll I'll be like, oh yeah that show was super fun to watch and you know like we've watched a few shows in common and we'll talk about them but it will never be like a highlight of a weekend I'll never be you know when I used to come into an office on Monday it was never oh I had such a good weekend I watched all these shows whereas I had a whole like half day to read a book I would consider that like something that I loved doing Mm. and that was like an epiphany moment for me where I was like it is the simplest thing to do yeah in my list of things that I absolutely love to do yeah and from that moment it just became like a conscious decision that I'm gonna do more of that because it's what I really love Mm. Mm, I love that it's such a it's such a good point I I do watch a lot of tv like series like netflix Mm. or like uh apple tv or whatever um and i find myself looking forward to watching it so i'll be like oh i can't wait to just have like a whole day to just binge on this series Mm. but then afterwards you're right like just reflecting on that like days where i've like read a whole book in one day i'm like oh that felt so good Whereas when you watch TV, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, I want to say like wholesome, like it's not wholesome. Like it's, yeah, yeah, that's so, that's such an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. And I I found like, it's, I guess like, because reading is more of an active task, Mm. um, it feels more mindful to me. Yeah. And so I actually see the effect on my nervous system. Yeah. And that's a big thing for me. Like reading is a way to get into my bubble where I think like as a child, I realized that when I was reading, no one would come talk to me because a child who reads, you know, like, oh, let's just leave her alone. Mm. And it has almost to a fault sometimes where I'll like completely retreat. And it's like my numbing thing when emotions are too big, then I numb out and zone out by reading. Mm. Um but most of the time it's just something I really enjoy so um, yeah so yeah I find that with watching tv though as well it's like sometimes I just need to watch tv to like 
oh switch off yeah Um, yeah but then it's like a a conscious decision of like I'm doing this because I want to switch off and I have to say I've had to like it sounds absolutely ridiculous what I'm about to say but it's like I've had to be okay with not knowing what a lot of people are talking about Mm. you know like people will talk about shows and I'm like I've got no idea and I guess yeah in a in a way, it's been a bit of a, like a journey for me because as a child, I wasn't allowed to watch TV. Mm. Um, I was only allowed to watch like Disney's or um, documentaries on nature if they were in English. Like it was the way my mm. parents made sure that English was part of my life growing up because I grew up in a French speaking country. And so like my best friends will make fun of me because I don't know a lot of TV shows that kids watched when we like when we were kids you know yeah. like theme songs and stuff I'm just like I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking about and so then I think I went through a phase in like my teens and early 20s where I would watch everything that everyone would be talking about because I wanted to know so mm. the point where I just then realized well that doesn't actually like it doesn't feel very fulfilling and also like especially with reality tv I really like notice how low it makes me feel Mm. um and so yeah that's just like a conscious choice that I don't watch that anymore yeah and that I watch more that I read more books um because it's what I enjoy doing a lot more so but I still watch those like I still need those Mm. where I um zone out and um and actually my mum and I got a Gaia membership so instead of Mm -hmm watching documentaries on Gaia yeah um I'll put one in the show one like one or two in the show notes um because I can't remember what they were called I just like found them on there but I've really been enjoying like having that um or watching that instead of a show on Netflix um Mm. the ones I really enjoyed were when scientists um explain spirituality from a scientific point of view that yeah that is I could watch those things for hours it's just uh yeah I find that super interesting so yeah yeah I love that too I think YouTube's really good for that as well to be yeah. to be fair like yeah I, I really love YouTube um you can just get into like a scroll hole can't you mm-hmm. yeah but YouTube has ads and that's my only issue oh yeah good point yeah so that's yeah. I like we got a yearly membership on Gaia and we've been um um watching those and there's all those like conspiracy ones that I yeah kind of take with a big pinch of salt um but they're just <laughs> <laughs> nice to watch and actually I was watching a documentary on Gaia where they talk about the energy field and um going to different like high points in the planet of how it's all part of like an energy grid and and working with that and when I was watching that, it reminded me of a series of book that I started reading actually 10 mm. years ago um, called The Celestine Prophecy. Mm. And they came out in the 90s. So it's like full new age spirituality. Um, but it's written like a, almost like a, I'm, I want to say a police novel, but that's not how you say it in English. It's like, there's like a whole part where it's they're being tracked by the police and you know there's um yeah 
uh, guerrilla armies that are chasing the ones who are trying to raise the frequency of the planet and stuff. So it's very novelized, but it's all about spiritual practices. And so there's the Celestine prophecy where they talk about the ninth, the first nine, and then there's the 10th prophecy, the 11th and the 12th. And so I just finished the 12th because it reminded me that I had those and I just wanted to um, read more about that. So, yeah, if you're interested in like new age spirituality and reading, I find it interesting reading things that were written you know, 30 years ago because that's when the first one came out. Um, just to see what people were talking about back then because it was like a revolutionary yeah. book um, yeah so yeah I just think it's interesting to to read things from a different point of view from what we're exposed to today um yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. definitely yeah what else have you been reading <laughs> um I read two of the henna artist trilogy so very different um novels set in india um in the 1950s and 30s i think um and what i really love about it is that the main character she works with plants so she's a henna artist but it's her way of like talking to women and bringing that intention in the drawings that she does on women and then using different oils and flowers as ointments on the henna to treat them and to help them either conceive or actually not conceive so it's like mm -hmm. early contraception um with plants and it's that whole yeah just a beautiful story and it's just one of those novels where you're fully transported and you're I was going to say back in India but no you're just in India <laughs> but um I mean it's a country that I loved visiting and so yeah it's just one of those lovely books where you're traveling from wherever you're reading and I love those. Mm, that sounds really good is yeah. it um fiction yeah full fiction yeah yeah so the first one's the henna artist and the other one is, I can't remember. And the third one is The Perfumist of Jaipur. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you travel through India as well. And they live like first more like central India and then they move to the north in the mountains. And she just talks about plants and stories of women. And, um, yeah, so uh, yeah. I really love that. Yeah. And, um, yeah which yeah made me like I had a conversation with a friend about it and um she pointed out that I read a lot of books from like BIPOC authors and a lot of women authors and um yeah I I think at the start it was like a conscious choice of like oh I need to read from authors from different cultures and I think we spoke about this in the first um yeah. book club episode but how important I find that to read from different like just like reading books that were written 30 years ago yeah and re reading from people who are from different cultural backgrounds I find that really yeah important because it helps yeah. widen your perspective of what the world is because you read the world through their eyes and it helps yeah. get out of you know a little white woman privilege a little bit 
So yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. Yeah. And when reading from women, just there's just something more feminine and soft Mm -hmm. and and poignant in the writing. And I think it's also helped me realize some things about what it's like to be a woman. Yeah. You know, things that you don't want to see. Um, but you suddenly do when you read it from someone else. So, mm. yeah. And, um, yeah, almost like the shadow, shadow yeah, side. Yeah. yeah. And I really want to encourage people to read things that are completely out of your usual range, you know? Like, yeah. I always said I don't like, I used to not like fiction at all. And now it's mostly what I read. And like, I'm, don't really vibe with science fiction like it's not really my thing but I've read a few of them that friends Mm. like you know recommended because they love them and just to yeah again widen your perspective of what's out there and learn something different from time to time so yeah well on that (laughs) I have been reading I, I feel like you're not going to expect this but <laughs> it's like um I have just been feeling like really pulled towards learning more about investing mm. and so I've been reading lots of books on investing in in stocks and I'm currently reading a book called Girls That Invest and I love how she writes because so I can't, I'm having a blank on on the author, but I'll pop, we'll pop it all in the show notes. But she started a podcast and it did really, really well. Um, and now there's a book and it's kind of like the, like investing 101. Mm-hmm. And she talks a lot about investing in general and how traditionally and still today it's thought of as, a rich white male industry and thing to do and there's a lot of like fear around investing a lot of myths and she really breaks it down she talks about like not only is there a gender pay gap but there's also a gender wealth gap because if women are paid less that means they have less to invest in stocks and so that then leads to a a a wealth Mm -hmm. gap Uh, And she also talks about, um, yeah, different minorities, different backgrounds, different cultures. She is based in New Zealand, I think, but talks about, you know, like lots of different industries. But it really makes me feel so empowered because it is it's simplified and and like not simplified in like a kind of dumbed down way it's just it doesn't need to be complicated and Mm. I'm realizing that now and yeah it's yeah it's just making me feel really empowered and I'm just loving it yeah it makes me think about I read a quote once from someone who spoke about women investing and might as well you know might as why am I struggling to say this it could (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe um anyway she said uh women are told to invest in a chanel handbag Mm. whereas men are taught to invest in stock and you know yeah yeah it's just you know we say oh buy this it's such a good investment it's a pair of shoes 
like yeah yeah and and not only that as well as is like if the more the more the the world of investing is kept like complicated on it's kept like that on purpose right and the more that happens the more it does create a gap like not just in in genders but just in in the world in different cultures and different backgrounds in general and yeah it's I think it's a really important conversation to have and the the more you kind of the more I immerse myself in this the more I'm like oh I want to just tell everyone about this because <laughs> you know if if more people know then they can pass that knowledge down to their kids and to their friends and and so yeah it's yeah, I mean, investing in a Chanel bag probably won't give you the same return on interest, but a Birkin bag will, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that sounds like really interesting and I feel like I should read it because I think I've got quite um, spiritually infused limiting beliefs about uh, investing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I expand expand (laughs) (laughs) like I feel like when you're investing in stocks it's so based on you're spending money on nothing Mm -hmm. and I really struggle with that concept of what if you invested that money maybe more in a startup you know Mm -hmm. and being like an angel investor in that way so maybe they're not that limiting those beliefs maybe it's just I need to focus on the ones that actually align more with my beliefs um because things like I had this big conversation with my dad once about investing in um in real estate Mm -hmm. and because that's what he's always done and I was like yeah but to a sense you participate in gentrification and going into neighborhoods where rents are cheaper and houses are cheaper and then buying them and turning them into investments and then raising the prices of the rent and things like that and then pushing people away from the center of cities and things and I was like I don't align with that I don't think that's a good way of putting energy and money into something like Mm -hmm. that there's to me better ways um that you could use your money and it's just maybe just finding those and and putting my not that I have money to invest at the moment but that is more like something that I would want to think about it's like crypto yeah Yeah, great decentralizing you know main banks and things like that but also the environmental impact of cryptocurrency is really really negative Mm -hmm. so you know, like I know people who do crypto mining and then they have these rooms with air cons all day long with computers turning to like with different algorithms to crypto mine and to purchase and to sell crypto. And yeah, yeah. I really think like that's what our world needs at the moment. So I'm really open and interested in learning different ways to invest and actually not just doing it how it's always been done and just learning new ways to do that um yeah so that sounds like a a good book to to read yeah I think you will love it because 
to all of those points she goes into that so she goes into all of the different types of stocks um all of the different strategies for investing and also covering values and sustainability and what you choose to invest in and at the end of each chapter there's like a kind of action plan and in one of the chapters it's like pick three causes that you're really passionate about so that you can then research companies that so for example like is sustainability a big value to you Mm -hmm. if so then you can invest in those types of companies or if you want to only invest in companies that have a 50 percent female male ratio or do you want to invest in female owned businesses like all of those things you have the power to do that and also one of the myths that she talks about as well is just I'm just picking up on what you're saying because these are really common beliefs that Mm -hmm. I had as well you need to have lots of money to invest but you don't it's you can just get started with you know the the times have changed like we don't need to call up a broker it's not like the wolf of wall street and even in that she talks about how women are represented in the media and how for example in the wolf of wall street the only female trader in that film was it featured she was doing a bet where you know do you remember she had to like shave her head for ten thousand dollars because she wanted to spend the money on getting breast implants But she says, like, in reality, a female trader probably would have used that money to then reinvest, like, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we've just been like conditioned to have all of these beliefs around money. And so this book really does kind of dive into that. And I yeah, it's going to like answer all of that, even crypto. I've not read it to the end, but I know that there's a section in that. But I just I really love what she stands for, like her values, her morals, the way she's educating what yeah, it's yeah. Great. Really good. Yeah. It sounds like a book I'd enjoy listening to. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it probably yeah. is an audio as well. Yeah. I'm gonna look up the audio for that one. Yeah. 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 Just get I, empowered. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It's just I find like books have such a power to open up your mind to different perspectives different cultures different countries different ideas different yeah I just find it to be such an empowering tool and yeah a beautiful way to grow Um, and to just I mean I read books just on human stories like there's no big story there's nothing that you learn but it's just a nice moment um Mm -hmm. And they just make you feel nice. So, yeah. 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 What about podcasts? Have you listened to any good ones recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I listened to an episode on um, Rich Roll's podcast. And I don't always like his podcast. Just want to say that. I know a lot of people are like, big fans of him. Um, but he did one with Rain Wilson, who used to be on The American Office. And I kept seeing like bits of it on people's Instagram. So I was like, all right, I'm going to listen. And I mean, the title was pretty compelling. It's calling for a spiritual revolution. And it's part of Rains Wilson's like press tour, I'm pretty sure, because he's on a lot of podcasts at the moment. So and he's just put out a book about calling for a spiritual revolution. Mm. And 
I didn't have many like much expectations, but it was such an interesting listen. It's quite a long podcast, like maybe an hour and a half or two hours. Um, so I listened to it in two or three bits. Um, but they talk about religion um, and spirituality and how to integrate that in your life and how, I mean, the title says it all, like calling for a spiritual revolution. He's really like encouraging people to get in touch with their spirituality and to bring that into their everyday life. And it's something that you and I are really passionate about. I mean, it's why we created Witchy Business. And yeah, I just found it very interesting. Mm. And um, and he talks about his faith and how he grew up in it and then left and came back. And I won't say more because I'd mm. really like people to listen to it, but um yeah I really really enjoyed that it's the one that like stuck with me um, Mm -hmm. in the recent ones that I've listened to yeah I mean still listening every week to the imperfects and to Rachel Brayton which used to be yoga girl um and yeah been getting into Africa Brooks podcast as well um she did a really great one on imposter syndrome and how like sometimes it's not just imposter syndrome is you are being an imposter so you have to check yourself of like is this the space that you should be in Mm, Um, that's interesting yeah and she she does like quite a few like controversial ones like that which um yeah yeah so like what would be an example of that well she's just like well maybe you're not an expert in your field and you shouldn't be the one talking about it maybe there's someone else who should be in that seat more and like check yourself like are you feeling imposter syndrome because it's a limiting belief or are you feeling it because it's like a way for you to know that you need to learn more or integrate yeah. it more into your life before you can speak to it so mm, love yeah. that yeah but, yeah I found that to be a really good um I was gonna say conversation but it's a monologue so yeah <laughs> podcast to listen to yeah yeah Mm. Mm. yeah I listened to a good on the on the theme of rich role um I think actually it was on his podcast but I listened to it on Jay Shetty's on purpose podcast uh and I until you said rich role I I was like oh yeah like that was the it yeah it was the same the same podcast so I think you're right there must be some PR tour thing um because Jay Shetty says like thanks for having me at your house (laughs) um so but yeah it's on uh the podcast is called four steps to improve your self-awareness and reach your goals and how to change your perspective on rejection but it really it sounds kind of similar it's really on like spirituality and Jay Shetty shares like his journey and if you're familiar with his journey you know he he spent three years in an ashram and then comes back to London he's integrating everything he's learned and I really love hearing his story and yeah I I I found it a really insightful and inspiring listen Mm. yeah I should listen to that because I really like um Jay Shetty and he's so the way like he speaks so well um I think like before he became a monk he was 
learning like how to be a speaker at, at uni he did like courses on that and then became a monk and then came back um left the monk life and um yeah makes me think of his book oh think like a monk think like a monk yeah, yeah I listened to it and it was a great book to listen to just because it's read by him and oh I've not I've not it, read it or listened to yeah, it yeah it um and he reads it really naturally and I think he wrote it as he would speak mm. and so you feel like you're just listening to a super long podcast you know yeah like some audiobooks you listen to it's like dry as and you're just like I need to read this because nothing's coming in yeah the way he reads um think like a monk it's just like you're listening to his story um, ah that's really cool he does he has a really compelling voice and yeah. yeah I mean this episode you said your one was long as well this episode was yeah like one hour 45 minutes one hour 15 minutes and I I did look at it like and that's actually an interesting question for everyone who's listening do you like long episodes what's like your time for podcasts because I I must admit I did look at that episode and I thought Mm. I don't have time for that but I did listen to it in two halves you know I went out for a walk and then I came back to it and that actually worked really nicely but Mm. I think that immediate reaction was like I'm not going to be walking for two hours so am I going to carry on listening yeah uh but I did because it was a really good episode yeah yeah, and I guess like some audiobooks are like twelve hours, some are five. Yeah. Know. It it's just yeah. yeah, you can listen to it in bits and um Yeah. Yeah. What length of podcast do you like to listen to? Yeah, I I actually I like a mix. Like I like I like it when my favorite podcast hosts have like a mix because if I I do listen while I'm walking and I know you listen like in your home and stuff, but I can't multitask very well. So if I'm cooking, I'm not taking in the information. So when I'm on a walk, that's when I'll listen. If I know I'm going for an hour, I'll pick a podcast that's an hour. If I know I'm only going to be 20 minutes, I'll pick one that's, you know, shorter. So I don't actually really have a huge preference if it's a long episode I will listen to it in two halves. I think that was just a limiting belief that I had around the timing of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it's like if there's a lot to say, like in this podcast, for example, there was a lot to say and it wasn't getting boring. But I do also like it. Some podcasts I listen to, they split it into two two parts or yeah. three parts. And I think that works really nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I like long ones, but I like when yeah. they go like into the depth of things. Um, yeah. And I find there's like, sometimes like the start will be a bit lighter and then it goes into a bit deeper. And I find I actually like quite long episodes, like quite long, the 45 minute to an hour and a half. Like that's my favorite mm. length for a podcast. I, yeah, I find like the lighter ones, I, not the lighter ones, the shorter ones. Mm. tend to be a bit too light and it's not really what I enjoy Um, yeah I think it depends what it is yeah because I I listen to like quite a lot of educational podcasts as well and sometimes like for me to retain the information like I need it to be whereas obviously if you're clicking on a podcast that's like 
tips on uh, like four ways to be self-aware or like whatever the yeah. name of that because I just yeah. said like you know yeah. they they couldn't have made that any shorter because it wouldn't have made sense yeah I think I like the conversation in podcasts mm. I like you know like feeling like you're part of a really deep and interesting debate or conversation um which is good because that's what we try and do here right. <laughs> and business, I, like, so. I really try to retain much information I'm just I'm quite okay with like the not mm. retaining it's like with the books I mean yeah I'm not gonna remember everything that I read and I started following this guy on Insta who was like hacks and tips to retain all the information about what you mm. read you know the ones who speed read and stuff and I'm like yeah but that's not the point for me I just enjoy the process of it and like mm-hmm. what it makes me think of and like those moments where you just have like a little bit of a light bulb go off in and sometimes I just go back and listen to that bit again but then I like 10 minutes later you'll ask me and I'm like I don't know it's just like I'm not trying to retain much of that information and I find it then just becomes part of my field yeah you know like I'll never be able to regurgitate exactly what they said but it informs like yeah how I think and it just allows like again like my perspective to broaden which is what I enjoy Mm. Um, so but if it's something like for example the investing book that I'm talking about like I think because I I'm not retaining the information right now I'm kind of like well some of it I am Mm. and and I, I to your point it's like I could probably talk about it from just mm-hmm. read, you know, re- not consciously retaining it, but yeah. because I've absorbed that. But what I've already been thinking is I want to just read it once and then go back, go back. and then yeah. action the steps. And I think that also is quite a good way to do it because you're then just enjoying the process, aren't you? And then, yeah. 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 And Otherwise it can feel a bit like, like a chore. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that I really resonate with. Um just uh and also just like you can pick up something and then if you don't want to finish yeah you can come back to it later like yeah it's yeah no one's it's not school like no one's behind yeah. you to come and talk about your book at the end of yeah. it you know if yeah like you're not enjoying it go give it to someone put it in your bookshelf if it looks pretty like I don't know yeah so, like um I have a confession, James Nestor, breathe her breath. I was talking about that on the last episode. I'm still reading it. Well, I'm not like actively reading it, but I have put that down because I, it's not like I lost interest or anything like that. It's just that I fancied reading something else and I haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> Who knows when I'll finish it. It really is. And I think a lot of the time we just tell ourselves like, oh, I need to finish this book because I started it. No, just, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah. It's really okay to not, to not finish it. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, let us know everyone oh. who's listening what you, oh, have we got? We've got something very exciting. Okay. (laughs) In two days, the eighth book of The Seven Sisters. I was just about to ask you, when is that coming out? Two days. Are you serious? I did not know that. I thought it was like July. No. Um, 
I'll, like my friend who also read it she messaged yes. me last week and she was like one week to go <gasps> the fact that I know what you're talking about <laughs> but you've already pre-ordered it haven't you yeah, it, like, I have not so I need to like get hold of this it somehow. will be on my kindle the minute <laughs> it comes out <laughs> I wonder if it will be on my library book app maybe I need to be online like <laughs> in the morning at the <laughs> Oh my god, we sound the level of excitement that has just like oh my god. I have a friend who is reading them at the moment. I, I recommended them to her, and she, every every now and then she'll message me like, "Oh my god!" And she's just finished Cece's book, The Sun Sister. Yeah, and she was like, oh, "I just love it." And now she's on to the next one. It's just, it's so exciting to hear someone else go through that journey. <laughs> it really is a journey, those books. Yeah. Um, yeah, so book eight, two days. Ooh. Yeah, that is big. Yeah. <laughs> that is big. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, everyone who's listening, let us know what you're reading, listening to. We want to hear your recommendations too. Yeah please um yeah we'll see we'll be back, i'm sure well we'll be back next week but we'll be back yeah. in a month or two to talk about more books pods mm-hmm. and documentaries and stuff so yeah, yeah. see you soon <laughs>